Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. if there's a bit of background noise in this audio. As you'll hear in the podcast, I recently moved. That's why I don't have access to my inversion table, which I'll talk about. But what I do have is a beautiful young family living above me. And sometimes the kids can be quite energetic and lively in the morning when I'm trying to record, so you may hear them bouncing around. This is just to keep it super real, to show you where I'm at, and uh, to keep the content coming, and trust that the quality of the content far outweighs any uh, sort of sound issue. Now, I do strive for the best quality sound, but nothing's perfect, and this is all work in progress. So I appreciate your patience, I appreciate your support. On another note, I wanted to let you guys know that pretty soon I think we're going to put the show on a summer break where I'll still be releasing content, but it won't be at the same weekly every Monday sort of schedules. This is just because there are a lot of things coming up in my life and it's going to be a very busy summer, lots of projects to be involved with and coaching to be done and trips to be had and camping experiences and I don't want to have the show suffer and have people being like, where are the episodes at? If if and when I'm not able to produce them on a consistent schedule. So I'll let you know via email and social media when this is final because I do have a few interviews backlogged still. So as I work through those, then uh, we'll approach the break and I will start recording for next season, next year, probably start that off in the fall of 2017, but uh, take some much needed time away from the computer uh, for the summer months while it's really nice out there, which I suggest you do the same, right? Get out there, enjoy it, camp, swim, hike, forage, garden, go to farmer's markets, work out outside, go for walks, hug a tree, discover your spirit animal, do a sweat lodge, Go on a retreat and uh, maybe ride a mountain bike. Those are all things that I want to do. So uh, if you're into that, go for it and let me know how you enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Reality. I am your host, Brian Hardy, holistic health coach and wellness entrepreneur. And today I have another solo show for y'all, and I want to get right into it. So the piece that I'll be reading from today is actually something that I've used as a lead magnet. And to be quite honest, I don't think it's been the best lead magnet. I know the content is great, but my internet marketing game might not be so much. And I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I've invested in that. And it's coming along. Um, 
But I do believe the content is great and I do want to share it with y'all and also read it to remind myself of something that I created and really believe in and know will help if it's implemented. And this is my top 10 daily rituals PDF giveaway. You can get it by going to my website. It should pop up and uh, yeah, alert you to sign up for your email, put your email in, get my top 10 daily. But I'm just going to give it away to you. You don't have to put your email in um, because you're here and you're listening. So you deserve it. So we got five morning routines and then we got five evening routines. And the evening routine is something that often gets overlooked. And everyone's talking about morning this and morning that. The truth is that the morning routine starts in the evening anyways, but we're going to do both. Five morning, five evening. So here we go. Each day that we awake is truly a gift within which exists the infinite potential for how it may unfold. We are capable of days filled with positive emotions, taking action, and moving forward toward our dreams. As well as the opposite, which is a more depressed, anxiety-ridden, and self-defeating experience. I believe that, we, that what we think, feel, and do within the first one to two hours has a significant influence on how the rest of the day unfolds. And it's not just me. Books and blogs have written about this topic. And more notably, Tim Ferriss of the 4-Hour Empire digs deep into morning routines with his podcast guests because he knows that they are patterns and habits that are characteristic of high-performing individuals. And I love Tim Ferriss. I love his podcast. Check it out if you haven't done so. I totally, totally recommend it. That said, the concepts of positive momentum and state creation come into play big time here. By experimenting, tweaking, and combining various practices, we learn what works for us in order to feel good, think clear, and have enough energy to get things done. Whether that be ingesting certain concoctions of caffeine and vitamins, popping nootropic stacks, working out, walking, etc., I believe we all have our own unique recipe that will bring out our best before we get into our work, leave home, or go to school. I'm going to cover the top five ways that I do this for myself in faith that you'll find something valuable here and start to experiment with them for yourself. So, number one, gratitude. As I begin to take my first conscious breaths, I tune into my lungs and belly and feel the air move in and out. I then begin to repeat, thank you, thank you, thank you, out loud. And this isn't directed to any sort of religious god or entity. You can thank the universe. You can thank divine perfect love. You can thank yourself. It doesn't really matter. It's just about getting into the state of gratitude. Really, that's it. I like to say a little prayer. You know, I might say, thank you. Thank you for the food that I eat, the air that I breathe the water I drink, and the lessons I learn. I give thanks to your creation, which sustains me and the ones that I love. It's profound when you really think about it, and it can truly help to inspire a sense of deep thankfulness and even joy if you put some power and meaning into your words. Now you might be thinking, you know, why does this matter? 
Why does it matter if I experience gratitude? That's a great question. And according to the folks at Greater Good, people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits that include stronger immune systems and lower blood pressure, higher levels of positive emotions, more joy, optimism, and happiness, acting with more generosity and compassion, and feeling less lonely and isolated. Now, if those reasons aren't enough for you to give gratitude a little shot, then I would have to question your thinking and would be interested to know why it is you wouldn't want these things for your own life. Number two, hydrate. The next thing I do is reach for my water structuring bottle and drink anywhere from 500 to 700 milliliters of pure water. Now, when I wrote this, this was true. I had my water structuring bottle. Unfortunately, it broke. So all I'll say here is that drink, you know, 500 milliliters to a liter even of the best quality water that you can get your hands on. For a lot of us, that means reverse osmosis or distilled that's been remineralized. And that's good, but still the structure is really, really important. So natural spring water tends to hold its structure for a little bit longer. You can actually place intentions onto um, your jars or onto your jugs, similar to the Dr. Emoto studies, and that can help structure your water. You can use sunlight to help structure your water. But don't get too caught up in the details, right? Don't get too caught up in the details. Just drink a bunch of water. Uh, you can throw some lemon into there if you like. You can throw some sea salt, some good quality salt, unrefined salt in there, all of which are good and help with your energy. The lemon helps with the liver detox um, and just alkalizing your system. And so considering that we're mostly water and that life on earth depends on water, it makes good sense to check in on our current water habits and ensure that we're optimally hydrated each and every day. Dehydration can lead to all sorts of physical and mental dysfunctions, which are simply unnecessary and easily preventable. These can be things like brain fog, fatigue, dry skin, inflammation, poor cellular signaling, constipation, increased risk of injury, right? If your joints and your muscles aren't hydrated, then you're at a higher chance of injuring yourself. And I find that if I don't have my warning water, my appetite is suppressed for quite a bit longer. So if I were going to do something like a one-day fast, perhaps... I might sip my water slowly throughout the morning. But for a regular non-fasting day, I like to get a good amount of liquid in and then go from there. So 500 milliliter minimum up to a liter. And I also find that the water is a great way to stimulate a morning bowel movement. So if you're feeling backed up or one of the millions of chronically constipated folks, I've been there, I was one of them, out in the world, then drink up and uh, even combine that morning water with some squatting, right? Some bodyweight squats or just sitting in the squat position, jumping on a rebounder or doing the breath of fire exercise. Um, and if you go to the PDF, you'll see I have links to um, the water structuring bottle, the breath of fire, what that is, things that can help you to dive deeper into the things that I'm mentioning. So that's number two, hydration. Number three, movement right? Movement is the song of the body. That's Vanda Scaravelli, yoga teacher and author of Awakening the Spine. 
Movement is life. And after spending seven to eight hours, ideally, in bed, in various positions, our bodies tend to stiffen up. And by morning, we can really feel limited in our freedom of movement. So I like to address this before before doing anything else with some light calisthenics, stretching, or yoga. Getting the joints moving, warming up the muscles and soft tissues, pumping the lymph around the body, expanding the breath deep into the diaphragm, you get the picture. And now for me, this doesn't always look the same. Some days will be jumping jacks and qigong. Other days will be a yoga flow. But the key is just to move, breathe, and warm up the body to work out the stiffness that accumulated during sleep. If you're into working out first thing in the morning, you can do that here. I typically prefer to work out either around 11 a.m. or 3 p.m. on an empty stomach, but that's just me. So if you'd like to get your training in in the morning, then you do your nice little warm-up, you know, 15, 20 minutes of warm-up, and then get into the heavier work. That's totally cool. Another thing which I've practiced and has been really, really cool is called the Tibetan Five Rites. These are designed to rejuvenate and vitalize the body. So two to three times a week, my morning routine is sometimes these Tibetan Five Rites. Now, music is also a great addition during this time. So you can pump some songs. Maybe you want to listen to an audiobook or a podcast. Or maybe you want to, you know, have nothing or have just the sounds of nature. Then go for that. But really, you know, spoil yourself. Make yourself enjoy what you're doing and have some fun with that movement. Number four, meditates. I know, I know the typical meditation recommendation that's given by seemingly every author, blogger, or high-performing coach these days might seem a bit tired, especially if you're not a regular meditator. The truth here is that this one thing is more of a reminder to myself than anything, as I have rarely been able to string together more than about two weeks of consistency when it comes to meditation, at least in the traditional sitting sense. However, when I am able to make that time, my day does have more presence and joy and lightness to it, which I really appreciate. I prefer a guided meditation for ease and accessibility, especially if you've never done this before, and love the work of Tara Brock and her free Loving Kindness Meditation Track. This recording in itself has given me much joy and floods my heart and body with beautiful, light feelings. Now, don't you want that in the morning? Now, if that sounds too soft or passive for you, then I suggest checking out something more high energy, focused on success or action. YouTube has a ton if you want to sift through. Otherwise, there are subscription services like Ohm Harmonics, which offer a free trial to see if you jive with their style of meditation. And theirs is combined with binaural beats. So you're really bringing in the brain wave entrainment side of things, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty powerful stuff if you've never... Not pretty. It's just powerful stuff if you've never experienced it. And number five, which I'm actually sad to say I haven't been able to do a whole lot of uh, in the traditional sense because I've moved and my inversion table is still at my brother's house, is to invert. Right, This is number five of my morning routines. The final thing to do each day uh, is to decompress the spine. And if you don't have an inversion table, you can do handstands, or you can do a pose called legs up the wall, or you can hang from a pull-up bar. Um, 
You can do a bunch of stuff, but it's just to bring some traction to the spine and to decompress the joints in the uh, spinal discs, right? Bring some more fluid and movement and suppleness into the body. So aside with, from that, you're also flooding your brain with fresh blood. Um, and so it really is quite a great way to recharge, um, to ground yourself and to elevate your mood and get back in the present. And for someone like myself, who has had scoliosis for most of my life um, and posture issues, like I've had pain, I've been in pain in one form or another since about the sixth or seventh grade, right? And it stems from a lot of things and I'll do an entire episode probably around my own journey through through chronic pain and, and movement and what... Uh, what I've learned. But the thing to just know here is that if you've got spine issues going on, if you've got back pain, that inversion can be really, really, really great for helping you to ease the load and ease the burden as you do the corrective exercises and the stretching and the strengthening that you're going to need to do ultimately to fix the issue. So now that you're full of gratitude, well hydrated, limber, energized and decompressed you're ready to keep the momentum going and make some magic happen whether you end up going to the gym having breakfast going to work or school you can rest assured knowing that you are taking care of yourself protecting your me time and setting yourself up for success which in my experience really boils down to stringing together days in which you're energized healthy on all levels growing improving focused loved and loving I'm going to add in contributing, right? Contributing. You've got to be contributing if you're going to be successful. So that is our morning routine. How are we doing here? We're at 15 minutes. Okay, we'll probably wrap up just under a half hour. So the nightly routine, right? Something that we need to be on top of. You know, we have these devices. We have laptops. We have cell phones that really stimulate us. And to start off, I would suggest that an hour or a half an hour before bed, we completely disconnect from our devices, right? So to help this, to help restorative sleep, to help sleep be the rejuvenative process that it is designed to be, um, I've put together these five things. Number one is to block blue light. This is fundamental. Blue light stimulates wakefulness and inhibits melatonin production. Melatonin, put simply, is one of the body's most important hormones and neurotransmitters that impacts rest, repair, and regeneration, specifically in the brain. It's been shown to have anti-tumor effects due to its high antioxidant capacity and association with circadian rhythms, which keep us in sync and in sync with natural cycles of catabolism and anabolism. That's just breakdown and build up, right? Melatonin is associated with effects on sleep, mood, sexual maturation and reproduction, immune function, aging, and the antioxidant defense system. And that's referenced if you pull up this PDF. Luckily, there are ways to hack this even if you're out and about in the evening. This is where blue blocking glasses come into play. They are the simplest and most effective way to stop blue light from hitting your eyes. You cover your eyes with these amber lenses, which physically block the blue spectrum. And uh, sure, you might look a little silly. There are stylish models out there 
but you can rest assured that you're doing yourself a big favor because by putting these on a few hours before bed, you allow your melatonin to build up and get you ready for a great night's sleep. And the key is that once you've put them on, you don't want to take them off until you're in bed, ready to sleep, or you've shut off all artificial slash white lights in your house and are surrounded by candles or amber tinted bulbs. Give you an example of how this works. Say I'm out with friends and at 8 p.m. I put on my blue blockers. I'm now telling my body that it's nighttime, get ready for sleep, increase melatonin secretion. I'll start to feel sleepy by 10 or 11 and then head home, typically. Some nights I'll stay out later, but typically. If, however, when I get home, I take off my blue blockers and brush my teeth in my fully lit bathroom, then I've essentially done, undone the benefits from the prior hours and I'm going to feel stimulated and, and alert again. There are also apps like F.LUX Flux and Twilight that you can get for a computer or a smartphone, which when enabled, shift the colors on your display towards the red spectrum in accordance with what the sun is doing in your area. There are also screen protectors such as the Zentech uh, that function in a very similar way. Number two, rest your legs. My second tip for getting great sleep is especially important for people that are on their feet for hours on end without rest. So if you're a server, if you're a uh, factory worker, if you are working some sort of job that has you up and about for hours on end, then uh, you really wanted to give yourself this time and this permission. And so... It's called legs up the wall. You slide your butt up against the wall, right? So you'd be laying on your side with your legs out in front of you, and then you want your butt flat against the wall. From there, you just bring your legs up so that you're sort of sit, looks like you're seated with, with straight legs against the wall and uh, just hang out there. And the rule that I use is that for every hour you are standing, you should do one minute of this pose. It's really relaxing, great way to reduce anxiety, especially if you couple it with belly breathing, which just so happens is the next tip. Um, and just an example, I remember one time in university, I was suffering from anxiety and I caught myself having a panic attack. And so I did a quick YouTube search. I found this pose as a way to relax. And so I promptly assumed the posture and began deep breathing. And although my heart was pounding uncontrollably for the first five minutes, I continued, I continued to breathe and eventually was able to relax my system and regain a sense of control. And uh, that experience really, you know, imprinted this technique on me. And so since then, I've, I've, it's stuck with me. I've enjoyed it. And uh, the more and more I do it, the better I feel. And uh, last thing, this pose is also great for preventing what we would call venous insufficiency. So that is uh, incomplete blood flow through the brains, uh, through the veins, uh, particularly in the lower body. And that can lead to things like varicose and spider veins in the legs, and so this will help to prevent that as well. Number three, breathe into your belly. Belly breathing is the fastest way to switch from sympathetic nervous system dominance aka fight, flight, or freeze, into a more relaxed state. Period. There's nothing faster than breath that I'm aware of. 
maybe certain chemicals, CBD oil or tincture might actually have that beat. Um, but you still want to master your breath, master your breath, master your body. And so because so many of us are chronic shallow chest breathers, right? Um, this becomes ever more important. And it was written in a book on tantric yoga that as we develop and are conditioned to limit our expression, whether that be in school by classmates or teachers or at home with parents and siblings, most of us have learned that there are certain things and acts which are not to be discussed or expressed and that by applying these mental limitations on ourselves, we learn to suppress our urges. And this suppression and control and rigidity then has a direct impact on our physiology, which contributes to the shallow breathing. Right? Think about it. Would an opera singer or a Broadway star be able to perform, emote, and project in the way that they do if they were physically and energetically constricted through their belly, chest, and throat? Of course not. They need to be open, fluid, and strong in order to sing and let those powerful energies move through them. And so the easiest way to do this is by sitting or lying down. You place one hand on the belly, one hand on the chest. And then notice that when you inhale, you want the belly to expand out into the hand, right? So give yourself a belly on the inhale. And then on the exhale, you're squeezing your abs in toward the spine to squeeze the air out. And this is the fundamental type of breathing that you learn in yoga or martial arts or, you know, resilience training. And it is such a foundational piece to awakening our potential and encouraging health and strength to enter into the body. So give that one a shot. Deep belly breathing. Number four, massage balls on your backside. Now here's where we really get the self-pampering and relaxation coming in strong. So as you're lying there, or in my case, as I'm lying there, got my blue blockers on, I got my legs up the wall, I'm doing some deep breathing into my belly, then you're going to want to have some massage tools nearby, right? These can be tennis balls, golf balls, lacrosse balls, actual massage balls, uh, like the yoga tune-up pack, which I have linked here. But almost anything works, so get creative. And so you're just going to slide some of these massage balls into your back, your shoulders, your glutes, your trapezius, your neck, wherever you feel tension or pain. And as you position the balls and lower your weight into them, stay with the breath, right? It will be uncomfortable, potentially painful, but keep breathing, right? And, and, and know your body. Know that you're not like, you know, breaking apart some sort of a joint or something. Don't put stuff along your spine ever, right? Don't put pressure on the spine itself, but stick to the soft tissue. Muscles, ligaments, etc. And before long, if you can stay with it, you'll notice your body release a shot of endorphins. This is pretty much morphine that comes from within your system and will help to reduce the pain and increase relaxation. So you're getting a little bit of opium shot from within, so enjoy. Um, and if you really want to break up adhesions and stuck tissues, then 90 seconds is the minimum you're going for in particular areas. So stick it in, breathe through the tension, breathe through the pain for 90 seconds minimum. You might start to feel an unwinding or a letting go sensation. And then slowly 
move the ball just slightly away in whatever direction feels like it needs the help and keep digging. Now this last one is similar, um, but it's to apply weight and pressure to the abdomen, right? So the belly is not something that often gets worked on and it's one of the tightest areas, especially in our six pack obsessed culture, which is always, you know, pulling in the stomach, pulling in the stomach, doing more crunches, doing more leg lifts, doing more and more strengthening, tightening exercises, um, which are really constrictive, right? And I have noticed this myself because I've got a bunch of scar tissue in my abdomen that when I'm not careful, will tighten up and actually cause bowel obstructions. And so it's my own practice to have a regular massage of the belly, deep, deep tissue massage, just so I can breathe properly. Like it's really, really fundamental. And uh, you'd be shocked at how much you might be holding in that belly of yours. And so in order for me to do this, I use a dumbbell or a kettlebell or even a bottle, like a, like a wine bottle or a massage tool that I can press down with my arms into the abdomen and solar plexus, right? So if I have a kettlebell, like this morning, for instance, I used a 30-pounder. Personally, I do this morning and night. Um, I used a 30-pound kettlebell and uh, was meditating for about 20 minutes. And once I got up, it was like, oh my goodness, I'm back. I can breathe again. And so you just want to slowly apply the weight. Start very light, right? Don't start with 30 pounds. Start with maybe 5 or 10 pounds. And uh, yeah, get curious. Find some trigger points. Find some, some, some soft spots, some tense spots. And uh, do the same thing. 90 seconds, holding and breathing. And so after even 5 or 10 minutes, you might notice that when you remove the weight and stand up, you can feel more space in your belly. And uh, after this, you definitely want to take some time to walk or gently bounce or shake and allow the belly and the organs to sort of readjust into their new positions. And like I said, this practice is near and dear to my heart because of the scar tissue in my belly. And it was inspired by the team at Clear Passages who taught me over the course of a week and 20 hours of massage how to self-care and break down fascia and scar tissue and adhesions with massage. And so it's been part of my life ever since. And I've spent countless hours face down, sometimes medicated with cannabis because it does help deal with the discomfort for sure. And I'll be listening to podcasts or audiobooks or music and just really exploring the tension and breathing deep into the spots in my body that are the tightest and most sensitive and after 90 seconds or so, the pain subsides and that new openness is found. All this is to say that belly massage is life-changing. And it will help to release blocked energy, tight muscles, uncover stored emotions, which can be pretty intense, and help the body truly, truly relax. And for the strong-willed among us, a great way to strengthen your diaphragm is actually to apply the weight and continue your deep belly breathing, using the weight as resistance. That's something that I like to do. 
and really notice a true benefit from. That's something I love to do and really notice a true benefit from and why cannabis can be really helpful in this process, right? And the last thing, an added bonus, is that if you can't sleep, that this sort of belly massage can really help to get you faster. And it's because of that endorphin release, right? So if you really, really can't sleep, either do this, right? I can't tell you how many times I've fallen asleep with an actual kettlebell in my bed, right? It's kind of funny, but it works. Or you can just be using a massage ball or a softball and put it on the bed, flip yourself over so you're on your stomach and lie down into that ball. And uh, it will put you out within five or 10 minutes. I'm pretty certain of that. And you'll often wake up slobbering all over your pillow. Um, but that's okay. Just wake up, wipe it, move the ball out from underneath you, roll onto your side or back as you probably don't want to sleep on your stomach all night and uh, enjoy what should be a very profoundly restful sleep. And so there you have it. Those are the top 10, or rather those are the top five for optimizing sleep. We already covered the first five, which were gratitude, hydration, movement, meditation, and inversion. And we wrapped up with blocking blue light, massage, resting our legs, right? Doing more inversion, belly massage in particular, and belly breathing, right? So they all work really well together. They all stack really well, which is the best way to approach these things anyways, because, you know, otherwise you're going to be spending all of your time um, trying to feel better and do better. So I will wrap it here. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy sharing these with you. So let me know if you've enjoyed it. Head on over to the blog, and this will be at brianhardy.ca forward slash top 10 audio. That's 10 like the number, T-O-P-1-0 audio. And you can also download the PDF. You can leave some comments. You can check out our affiliate links and sponsors for Amazon and Bulletproof. Um, and, uh, yeah, those things really, really help to keep the podcast going. It's a lot of work doing this thing and I love it and I want to be able to do more of it really. And so I'm working to build out the income streams and to build out ways for you to get involved, for me to serve you better so that this can become more of a full-time gig. Um, there's always the PayPal button as well. If you want to send a donation my way. It is so much appreciated and it helps with the production and the back end and the organizing of this show. So all that said, you have yourself a beautiful day. Make the time for yourself. Love yourself enough to try out some of these practices. Let me know how they go. I really, really want to hear it. Share this episode, like it, comment it, all those great things. And until next time, keep redefining reality and enjoy this outro song a fantastic song that i've recently discovered and i'm now addicted to which is called lost in the light by the bahamas i'm lost 
lost in the light I pray for the night To take me, to take you to After so many words Still nothing's heard Don't know what we should do So someone could see me now Let them see you my greatest thrill but we just stood still let me hold your hand till I had my fill even counting sheep don't help me sleep I just toss and turn right there beside you so if someone could help me now they'd help you too Help you to see you through all the hard things we've all gotta do. Cause this life is long, and so you wouldn't be wrong. Take them back If we would try again And just remember when Before we were lovers I swear we were friends So if someone could see me now Let them see you Let them see you Life is long, so you wouldn't be wrong. 